When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Track, your source for Auburn cross-country and track and field news and discussion. We are back for the 2022 cross-country season. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my reluctant host, Kyle. Reluctant? Why are you assigning reluctant to me now? Because you look reluctant. You look like you don't trust that I am ready for cross-country season. Trust and reluctance are, you know, two different things. You know, trust requires... My weary host. Weary? Why are you assigning all these negative things to me? I'm I'm here. I'm ready. This is cross-country season. This is, And we'll be at track and field season before you know it. I'm ready. I called you a handsome host and you blew past Because I'm still stuck on the fact that you just like, (laughs) just went after me first episode of the entire season. Gotta get my shots in when I can. That's fair. I probably would have done the same if you hadn't done it. So yeah, exactly. That's fair. That's fair. So we're back. We are back. Twenty twenty two cross brand country. Brand new year with brand new season to talk about. Some brand new athletes and some familiar ones, but also we got ourselves a brand new coach. So we need to talk for about track that. and field. For track and field, but he is also over these over so, the track, cross country team too. I was gonna say before we get started on the cross country meet, the first meet. Let's let's actually go back. Let's rewind a little bit back in time. Thank you. That's exactly what I was hoping somebody would do. And there's just two of us. It had to be you. Rewind noise or motion. How was any better? (laughs) So we're rewinding to talk about track and field real quick. So as we discussed in our last episode of track and field, we know that Coach Ralph Spry retired at the end of the 2022 outdoor track and field season. So just as a reminder, Coach Spry was with Auburn for 24 years. Mm. It was the longest tenured coach at Auburn at that time, which now I believe I think that puts Karen Hoppe of soccer as the longest tenured coach now at Auburn. That's crazy. Well, Coach Spry had a lot of wins while we're here. We'll just hit a couple of them because we could do a full yep. two-hour podcast just about Coach Spry. I mean, well, and before you do that, just think about that. 24 years plus every team competition yeah. aspect, of, and then every individual competition, championship, medal, recognition that you could earn within all that. That's a lot of people, a lot of rewards, a lot of great things that happen. Who are you telling? <laughs> so Coach Spry helped the men's and women's programs earn a combined 14 top five national finishes and 53 top 25 national finishes. In 2006, he was named the Division I Women's Outdoor Track and Field Coach of the Year after leading the women to their first national championship. I think that gets lost a lot of times that people aren't aware that we actually won a national championship with Coach Bry. If y'all have been with us, you know national championships as a single athlete are one thing. That is hard enough. Right. But as a team, I mean, can you just imagine like how many athletes they had to have that year to score enough points as a team? I mean, Kyle, some years when we talk about outdoor track and field, like we have one athlete competing well, nationally. The last two seasons, we've talked about how clo- how much better Auburn's done as a team yeah. because of the amount of individuals that are getting further and further in a postseason competition. 
And so, you know, just take what we've been talking about, the, and I don't want to say limited, but just the, the smaller amount of what we've been talking about in terms of points they score on national level, in terms of placing, and think about what they had to do to win that national Absolutely. Championship. So it's, it, he's just had a lot of, a big win and 2006 was a huge year. I hear a lot of, you know, consistency, you know, obviously there were better years than others, but you know, just the fact that you're here for 24 years, hmm. it's incredible. I mean, think about that. That's older than some of the last kids he coached. Well, that really puts it in perspective. Sorry, yeah. Coach, Coach Spry, if you I somehow mean, think hear about this, it. sorry. No, 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 no. I'm saying that's, <laughs> so remember, growing older is a blessing that's denied to many. Oh my gosh. I dang. don't mean it as he's old. I mean, when he started coaching, at, like his last year at Auburn, think about it. He coached their entire lives. That's fair. That's yeah, that's good. just an absolutely incredible amount of time. I mean that with the most sincere respect and honor for I Coach I think you were Pride. taking a shot at his age. And I'm I was not. He's got a lot of time now, so I'm going to go find him on social media and tell him that you were joking on him. I got proof right here. Calling him old. There it is. Off to a roaring start in episode one. Well, why don't you, since you're such a little snot, read my <laughs> final points. Under Coach Spry's tenure, Auburn track and field athletes have won 32 of the 55 individual national titles that Auburn holds. So 55 in total national title or national titles for individuals. 32 of those belong under Coach Spry's tenure. That's incredible. So when you think about the names that you associate with track and field, Hutzel Rosen, I, I know that not both of those were coaches, I believe. I think, well, actually both Mel Rosen and Wilbur Hutzel, I think were both coaches, if I have that correct. Either way, you know there are some big names in track and field, and he's got still the majority of the championships yeah, individually. Absolutely. That's awesome. So taking over Coach Spry's spot, we've got Coach Burrell, Leroy Burrell. It, Never mind, I was going to make a joke with his name, but I, I don't know that I'm going to do I it right. I think you so need to stop with the I jokes for today. You've kind of you've killed Leroy them. Burrell, Leroy Jenkins. If you guys get that phrase, you are a pop culture person. So thank you if you got that. <laughs> I don't know that anybody will. So anywho, Coach Burrell is another seasoned coach. He has quite an impressive resume. Mm -hmm. So starting with the fact that he won a gold medal in the 1992 Olympics in the 4 by 100 meter. Then, two years later in July of 94, he broke the world record for the 100 meter with a time of 9.85 seconds. I don't know if you need any other thing on your resume than I, I broke a world record. <laughs> I mean, sheesh. Um, Coach Burrell, he comes to Auburn from the University of Houston, where he led UH to 14 men's conference USA titles and nine women's titles. In 2014, he was inducted in the into the Texas Track and Field Coaches Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. He's a member of the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame, the Southwest Conference Hall of Fame, and the University of Houston Hall of Fame. And one more thing, he was the CUSA Coach of the Year 23 times at Houston. So welcome, Coach Burrell. I guess he's qualified. I don't know that there's anybody else more qualified to take Coach Spry's spot. I feel like this; these were really big shoes to fill. Yeah, like Bozo the Clown size shoes. And let me take a, a holistic view of this for you know just the general Auburn fan that's maybe not as into track and field. Think about this in terms of you know our just now departing uh, athletic director Alan Green. This was his, if I've got this right, his last hire that he brought in. And so, really, when you look at an athletic director's success, you don't obviously look at football, right? I mean, everybody does. But you look up across it holistically. So we're going to really know in a few years' time whether this is a good hire or not. I mean, on paper, wow. I mean, that's that's outstanding. But we're going to see what he can do here in the SEC. He's got to compete against the likes of, you know, Arkansas, 
for you know Alabama is great in distance running, especially cross country running. And, and as we said, he is over cross country, obviously. But Coach uh, Kent is the head is the main coach for cross country. And I think it's important to remember, like the head track and field coach, Coach Burrell. It's much like Coach Harson in that there are a bunch of other coaches that work with him, the sprinter coach, the, you know, the javelin coach, there are a a ton of other people that he is responsible for, not just the athletes. So when I say these are big shoes to fill, I I literally mean he has a massive job. I don't have their names handy right now, but I know for a fact that he did a great job of doing what coach Harson did in football of keeping some of the current assistant coaches and bringing in some of his own, you know, which is great. It's, I, you kind of want that, right? It's, it's the perfect balance of you've got people who know the Auburn program, know the Auburn athletes, yep. but you've also got people that he knows that he trusts mm. and relies on. So I, I just thought of one. I think it was Coach Ebell, our throws coach, is is staying around uh, with Coach Burrell. Um, that's one I remember, and obviously Coach uh, Kent for cross country for He's, cross country yeah but that was after, a recent hire though after coach kent's successful first year at yeah. auburn yeah i think as long as he wants to be here i hope he's around just because he started this cross country season off with a bang as well and he proved himself last year it's just been a lot of fun seeing coach kent too but there's some big shoes to fill this year without uh one joyce camelli running cross country you know we thought that too with um Mercy Kiprop. We there's been a lot Randy of Kaigen. Yeah. Presley Weems has gone too. Every every year we say this, and every year somebody comes up. Mm-hmm. You know, we get a new athlete. So for 2022, the cross country season. So it started Friday, September 2nd in Oxford, Alabama at the Foothills Invite, which is hosted by Jacksonville State University. And we've gone to this event probably every year that we've done this podcast, this, I think. I feel like this is if it's not every year, it's every other year like we're there so regularly at yeah. oxford alabama is just like a mainstay it seems like for cross-country collegiate events especially and i think it's a perfect we talk about this a lot in our show but for our new people you know it's the perfect area in alabama to have a cross-country event because there are more hills in birmingham it's literally the foothills is what it, it said yeah literally there are way more hills than running in auburn alabama and if you put like for people that aren't from alabama or don't know of uh, oxford area literally when you drive by on the interstate you can literally see the mountains behind yep. the city of oxford yep and in that particular region is kind of what it all looks like. The mountains kind of sit back there with some foothills right there that you can right. get a little bit of elevation changes, you know, and some flatness kind of mixed in everything exactly what you want in cross country. Terrain changes, which exactly. is also another important aspect of cross country. So we had um, the women competed in a 4K and the men competed in a 5K, So mm-hmm. which is pretty typical for cross country that the first event is one of the shorter distances. And there were only 14, I'm sorry, 15 teams that competed total. Um, at this event and typically i'm i'm just kind of assuming based off of what i read about this event you know in what we've seen in the past this isn't the most i want i want to say it's not competitive but there will be more competitive races coming Correct. up later in the year it's the perfect starter meet right and that's kind of what you want is just get your feet wet see what's out there see how your athletes are going to compete get their confidence boosted mm-hmm. and then you can go to the big hard-hitting meets absolutely so do you, why don't you start us off with some of the women's results? Let's start it out. One for the ladies right here in the 4K. They got the overall team score of 27 points. Now remind us, Jessica, the top five runners score for each of the teams, men and women. Correct. And how do we score points, Kyle? We score points by how low... Or first place gets one point, second place gets two points. Was that correct? So you score based on your place. That's right. So if you 
cross the finish line in 26th, you score 26 points for your oh, team. That's right. I forgot about so that. So cross country is very much like golf. You want a low score. I knew it was that aspect of it. I just didn't have the right Do you remember mechanics. what a perfect score would be? No. 15. 15, okay. So 15 is a perfect score because it's places one through five. Oh, there you go. See, no, I should have known that. It was is up here. It's just been dormant for a little bit. So what was Auburn's overall score again? 27 points. That is freaking amazing. When you think that perfect score is 15 and they scored 27, 27 is an amazing score. Yep. So. Obviously, well, that got them first place. Obviously, yeah. First place is, it shows it right there. There are 190 athletes competing in total in this. So let's run through all of the ladies that ran. Remember, the first five that we'll talk about are our scorers. We got Hallie Porterfield leading the way as a sophomore, placed second mm-hmm. with a time of 14 minutes, 1.27 seconds. Right behind her, Samantha Rogers, a sophomore, placed third, a time of 14 minutes, 5.37 seconds. And right behind her, Hannah Tarwater, senior, placed fourth, with a time of 14 minutes, 20.64 seconds. And one more time, Hannah Thus, a sophomore, placed fifth with a time of 14 minutes, 30.79 seconds. So let's park it there for a second. Second, third, fourth, fifth. Bam, bam, bam. So when you think about it, I mean, talk about the closest to a perfect score is I think Auburn's probably been ever. That You know, the first four athletes are two through five. That's incredible. I'm kind of curious now who number one was, though. I, 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 I don't look, even care. I know. I'm just, you're, I'm just curious. She's probably some no-name. <laughs> wow. Probably doesn't even go to a university. She's probably First one of those... you're insulting Coach Spry. Now you're insulting a... I woman. have not. You are getting on my nerves. Can't be on my podcast anymore. No, I'm saying the first Can you girl... kick off the editor? Is that how this works? Watch me. Oh. Um, no, I'm saying, you know, sometimes you have athletes that are, what is it called? Un, unattached? Uh, Did, unattached. I don't know. What's that thing called? Um... Unaffiliated. Unaffiliated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or individual athletes. I don't know. Something like that. No, I think it is unaffiliated. But anyway, that's what I mean when I say yes. they're a nobody. But. Yeah. Maybe that's who it was. <laughs> Before she insults anybody else, let's talk about well, the, the other... The only person I'm insulting is you, apparently. <laughs> the only... Uh, the other two runners for Auburn uh, were Callie Holden, a new name for us. Freshman. Or Kaylee. Kaylee, excuse me. We probably will... And here's the rule of thumb for track and field cross country... Our Alabama accents are just going to come through sometimes, especially me, and I'm going to mispronounce your name, so I apologize in advance. Callie or Kaylee Holden, the freshman, placed 13th with a time of 15 minutes, 15.97 seconds. And then Hallie Marston, a freshman, Haley, Hallie? Haley. Haley, excuse me. See, I told you it was going to happen. Haley Marston, freshman, placed 19th with a time of 15 minutes, 21.39 seconds. So let's talk about this. So... In cross country, typically we talk about the top five athletes, but for the first few meets, we will talk about everybody because it's important for us to know know who's out there. Mm -hmm. So for Auburn, we had six women competing. Out of 190 people that competed, all six of them placed in the top 20. Mm. That's That's, pretty good. Like, that is really impressive. Mm -hmm. Two freshman girls were in the top 20. Like, this is their first, you know, first meet with Auburn. Placing in the top 20. I, I think we like really need to park it here and think, wow, this is incredible. Well, and when you look at the overall makeup of the girls right now, all, the first five were all names that we've talked about uh, previously. The first four, excuse first me. First four, correct. And then these next two are, are freshmen that are brand new to us. Yep. And we're going to really... And are holding their own. Exactly. And you were, the interesting thing is going to be to see which one of these kind of each week finds that place as yeah. the fifth scorer for Auburn. Well, time. and that's it. Because you see... Kaylee and Kaylee and Haley, or Callie and Hallie, Same as you said. 
<laughs> I apologize. Whatever combination, I, I do think it's Haley. Yeah, you're probably correct. Um, But, you know, there's only six seconds difference between them. And I think really when you look at it, six seconds is not as big in cross country as six seconds is in track and field, yeah. obviously. So I think I'm really excited to see what these ladies are going to do throughout the season. I think it's a great start. Obviously, this is, you know, kind of what we expected in the opening um, meet, but, you know, I'm just happy to see that we got off to such a great start. Yeah. So let's move on to the men. So the men ran a 5K um, and they placed second with a team score of 35 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were 175 athletes. So less than the women. Just by 15. Just, you know, 15. Just yeah. by 15. 15 is a large number. Uh, that's fair. If you ever watched The Flood is what it's called at the beginning, right? I think that's what you call it. Or what is it called? I don't know what it's called. But... Uh, there's a name for is it. Is there? It's, it's not a flood. You've told it to me actually before. Waterfall start? Is that what it's called? No, no, no. That, that's in track and field, See, a waterfall it all, start. It all runs together. <laughs> that's for like distance events in track and field. I will say that I've seen videos of cross country meets the starting. Start, and it's it is like, insane. It's a lot. <laughs> just it, everybody, you know, starts spread out, but then just groups together. And then and you just... have to group so quickly. Like this is reminding me that I need to show Kyle my the cross country course that I ran on like literally three times a she, season. She does this a lot. She goes, back in my day, I was such a stud at running. No. I was back in my day. I didn't say I was a stud at running. Just... She's just not saying it on, on the audio right oh, now. She sheesh. says it when I'm not recording. Oh, sheesh. Anyways. But 15 less doesn't really make that much of a difference in the grand scheme of how everything Except at the started. beginning. Well, that's maybe a yeah. little bit, but that's just 15 only 15 less people that could step on you if you fall. How about yeah. that? Uh, you sound like you've got stories to tell about that. So Probably. Maybe that's another day. So for the men, we have quite a few guys to talk about. We've got nine athletes from Auburn that competed, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited that we've got this many. So we'll start it off. Cooper Atkins, the sophomore, placed second um overall in 15 minutes 37.87 seconds then literally right behind him joseph perry a freshman placing third 15 minutes 39.37 seconds and right behind him placing fourth isaiah billingsley another freshman 15 minutes 40.76 seconds our fourth place finisher for auburn 10th place overall was ethan snyder placing like i said 10th he's a freshman in 15 minutes 47.35 seconds and the last scorer for auburn was trey hunt another freshman placing 19th in 16 minutes 4.08 so can you tell that we lost a lot of upperclassmen leadership over the past year quite a lot yes i'm also really impressed with the number of freshmen that were in our top five yes and i remember hearing this um andy bertram obviously does his podcast with a lot of the programs each week and they talked to coach kent uh recently and they said that like how much they had trouble last year fielding a team for some yeah. of the guys and girls just because there wasn't as many. I don't think we have a problem with that now. I mean, no, I'm going to say not this all, year. We're not even done yet. We're just talking about the scores right now. But four of the five scores are freshmen. So yeah. this is a good time uh, to jump on board with a cross-country program, get to know them. Because, yeah, it seems far off. But, you know, three, four seasons down the road, we're going to probably be looking at a team that grew up together. Absolutely. And that, you know, we're going to be really proud of at some point. And we are now. I was going to say, I'm proud now. What are you talking about? That was, I, I realized when I said that, that sounded bad. But mm-hmm. that's not what I meant. I hope everybody knew that. See, this first episode is always the It's always the, the worst. It's the tough one. It's tough. It's tough. So moving on to the athletes that also competed for Auburn, just didn't score in the top five spots, was Dustin Lewis, a sophomore, placing 25th in 16 minutes, 16.46 seconds. 
um, followed by Mark Foster, a sophomore, placing 28th in 16 minutes, 20.18 seconds. Reese Bell, a freshman, placing 47th, 16 minutes, 49.34 seconds. And finally, Auburn's last person was Benson Atkins, placing 59th in 17 minutes, 6.9 seconds. I see a familiar last name in there, headlining the beginning and the end, Benson and Cooper Atkins. I'm assuming that is some relation right there. Yeah, we had them last year. Was Benson here last year? Cooper was here last year. I know oh, that. I think Maybe in, he was. In, and Benson's a sophomore, too. So I don't know. That's interesting. I don't remember that from last year at all. But my point in saying that was, is we've had, you know, this happen a lot in the past. We've had like a family affair in track and field and cross country where we get, you know, the siblings uh, come and compete together. Which I, I feel like, like is a very natural progression. I mean, yeah. you see it a lot in football. Obviously, we've seen it specifically in Auburn in football. And, yeah. you know, I mean, you just, it's kind of when you're the younger sibling, you grow up watching your older sibling compete that way. And you're like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Yeah, well, or they just are that good themselves and like, you know what, and there's always that competitive nature, right, as a sibling. Oh, you know? for sure. <laughs> so now, hey, listen, I will take anything that's a motivator for any athlete. Beat your brother out. Like, we've got in football right now, we've got a safety and uh, a defensive lineman that are playing on the same team right now. And even though they don't play the same position or do the exact same thing, you know that there's that competition that naturally persists there. So I feel like thing. that competition would really persist in the weight room. Yeah, I could definitely see that only... In that comparison I made with football, there's not going to be much comparison because one guy's really far ahead in size and well, stuff like that. You know. Here, though, it's nice to see uh, some familiar last names, but wow, a lot of just new freshmen, a lot of new names overall. Yeah. Just to really kind of get to know over the next season and seasons to come. Absolutely. So that's it for this cross country meet. So Auburn took a little bit of a break. They don't have a meet the weekend of September 10th ish area, but they do go back Friday, September 16th at the North Alabama Showcase in Huntsville, Alabama. They said they like running in Alabama so much. We're just going to go a few miles north. There you go. More than, well, I guess it's a few, more than a few miles, but uh, close enough. I guess if you go up like a little highway there in Jacksonville, you can get to Huntsville at some point. I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to paint the picture for people that are not from Alabama. If you're not from Alabama, maybe get a map. Google Huntsville. I don't know. I don't know why it's relevant. Let's let's add that to the list of people you insulted that don't know geography. Okay, I think we need to end the podcast. Thank you all for listening to our 2022 cross country kickoff episode. We look forward to seeing all these athletes compete this season. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.